We're fucked, man. Markstrom's gone. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> okay. Look, like the, the the good thing is, if you want, let's let's take a positive spin first. Okay. All right. Positive spin is they just need to play pretty much five hundred hockey to make the playoffs, right? They need what twenty three points or something like that to make the playoffs. Says who? Just like says the uh, the stats, the analytics. Yeah, the like metrics. the stats. Yeah, okay. like you usually need okay. like ninety four, okay. ninety four points, ninety three. Okay. okay. And they're at like seventy one right now, so. Okay, okay. Not? not bad. Demko can do that. All yep. I'm saying is... I like how when everyone, they, uh, when they said the Canucks are training for Demang, everyone's freaking out. Oh, man, they traded Dark. No fucking chance they no were trading. Chance. Who Archer, thought that? Man, come on. Right when I saw that, I was like, oh, shit, this dude's hurt. This dude's hurt. Yeah. This dude's hurt. And, yo, a lot of people are saying that, you know, Demko, this is his time. He's going to be able to replace Markstrom. Yo, it's, it's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. I'm not saying it's, it's impossible, but this is a big blow. I mean... In my opinion, it makes the Canucks losers on the deadline. Cause yeah, you lo- you lose your number one starting goalie, the guy who's your MVP. Yeah, it fucking sucks. It fucking sucks. We'll talk about all the Pacific teams that made trades. We'll go over Markstrom again, and we'll talk about Benning and how he did over the last week. I think he did pretty good. He he did his best. Defoley, top five asset. We'll talk about it on sipping on a forty. Man, we gonna have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver. All my real fans. Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of Sippin' on a 40. My name, Kyle Bowen. Shout out to SB Nation and Nux Misconduct and the Posted Up Studios. Get the Nux Misconduct Network, okay? You get four shows with one swipe, one tap. Bondi has one of those shows, Power of the Towel. And Bondi is with me right now. How's it going, man? It's going, it's going, I guess, okay. Like, the Marks Removes kind of hit me hard. It did, man. Kind of. It made me sad, man. But you know what? I don't want that. But I'm also pumped to see what Demko can do. Oh yeah, this because is- it's either it's either hey you've got to either down the stretch you either have the legitimate conversation that he can be the number one goalie and fuck Markstrom just let him take a, get a big ticket somewhere else or he's gonna be a uh, Seattle Kraken or whatever the fuck they're gonna <laughs> call him. <laughs> okay, okay. So why don't we do this? We'll, we'll talk about Markstrom first, and then after the break we'll, we'll go into all the moves that Pacific teams made, and then we'll talk about Benning because the Markstrom stuff it is fresh and it's the most important thing. I, I said it. In the little intro, the Canucks are are the biggest losers, in my opinion, because they lose their MVP. Their MVP is gone. And, and some people are saying four four weeks. It could be longer. Why, why do I feel so sick? Okay, so here's a uh, little Dr. Bondi okay, on, the, Dr. on a meniscus history. So I was talking to someone at work who used to play basketball, at, uh, college basketball. And, okay. and her and her analysis was essentially, uh, if it's not that serious of a meniscus injury, it's a month. But if it's super serious, right, it's two months. Bro, has so been- <laughs> if, it, if if they, I think they said the MRI is going to be on Wednesday, right? Like yes. They're going to have the results yes. Wednesday. If it comes back Wednesday, that's super serious. Two months from end of February, he's gone for at least the first round of the playoffs. Wow, that's just be that'll just be my estimation. Wow. Doctor fucking Bondi. But man. if it's not that serious, he can be back in a month, which would put him in a very crucial game actually, in <laughs> Vegas end of March. That'd be when he's eligible to return. Thanks for the report. Nicholas! Again, that's just... Nope. We need, we need to take that out of circulation thank, or something thanks like that. For, uh, thanks for the little report there, Bondi. Uh, you're here for many reasons. And yeah, apparently you're you're one of those guys. You're, you're one of those uh, 
those armchair doctors, you know? No, no, no. This is this is from someone who has experience with yeah, meniscus yeah. injuries and injured her meniscus. <laughs> you got the so I know, I know what's right up. for the show, man. Everyone's had a fucking meniscus injury, yo. I'm telling you, I even had one too when I was playing ball hockey. I didn't do shit with it though. I just I just played injured, you know, because it's you, fucking ball yeah. hockey. No, it's all good. Because you're a team guy. You want uh, yeah, team you, guy. You I'm not saying Markstrom is it. There's a reason why Markstrom traveled to Montreal, and it's probably because he just. He just shut up, you know? He didn't want to say anything. We're talking about the same guy that when Saturday w- was asked why he came back so quick after being taken out of the game, remember he got hit in the face or whatever? He said he didn't want to lo- lose his job. Now, he was joking just a little bit, but I- the guy's ultra competitive. He knows that Thatcher Demko's his backup. And Markstrom, mm-hmm. he knows this is his chance to get paid. Yo, I feel... Well, th- also, think about when his dad passed away and he had to go fly back to Sweden. He was back, like, right away. Yeah. Like, like, if my dad died, like, all of a sudden, like that, I'd be like, I'd be out of commission. I'd be like, okay, I'll come back in maybe in a month. He's a gamer, man. He's a gamer. And, and just speaking on that note, I mean, rest in peace to Marshall's father. That was, you know, arguably one of the saddest moments of the year so far for the Vancouver Canucks, if, if not the saddest. He's had one of those years where he was such a feel-good story, you know? And, and this is coming from me, once again, 13 months ago, 14 months ago, I was the biggest Markstrom hater. He, he's proved me wrong so, so much. And this year, he's been brilliant. Going through tragedy being able to do what he's been able to do. A part of me really, really wanted him to get paid, and it kind of took away from the fact that it didn't even matter to me if he stayed with the Canucks. You know what I'm saying? I just I just felt like he deserved it, and now he may be injured for four to six to eight weeks, and he may not he may not start with the Canucks again. That's real a very, talk. That's a very real possibility. If they if it's the injury serious and they miss the playoffs somehow, yeah, we could have seen the last game of Markstrom against the Bruins Saturday night. It's hard being a goaltender. I mean, if he's out for that long, let's say Demko is doing his thing, he's playing pretty well, do you, do you think Green makes the switch right away? I mean, that whole momentum thing, especially when you're in net, it, it's a oh, real man, thing. I cannot, I cannot wait if Markstrom is ready for the playoffs and Demko like, plays like yeah, that. How does this always Just happen? The, the fucking goalie controversy. <laughs> and, oh, it? man, I, fucking, I would fucking live for it. How does it always happen? You know who's living for it? Begsy, man. Oh yeah, no. I I, I blame Begsy somehow. Yo, for he this. put this on. He wanted. Yeah. yeah, He wanted Demko to get more starts, and I'm not saying he he wished upon an injury. I'm no. You know what? Maybe Markstrom missed a flight you know or something. Mark uh, Begsy had one of those voodoo dolls with Markstrom, <laughs> and, and just he was poking his leg, po- poking his knee. <laughs> fucking Begsy, you fucking asshole, man. This guy, this guy loves. Well, this guy loves Demko a lot, and he also believes that the that the Canucks are just in cap hell. Like he's stuck on that. You know. I so, think I've said a few times on on this show and my show and. All the other shows on the uh, Next Wisconsin Network, which, yeah. you should, which you should check out, by the way. Yeah, 100%. Is yo. The Canucks, even if they want to re-sign Markstrom, they not, may not be able to, sorry. Yeah. Just because of the some of the other contracts. That, like, How are you getting rid of a Louis Erickson contract? Dude, they're not. They're not. That's the issue, right? <laughs> they're not. Think about think about last draft, the Leafs had to give up a first-round pick to get rid of Patrick Marlowe. Yeah. And he had one year left at whatever. Yeah, 100%. They're not. After they're, this, Louis is going to have... Two years left at, well, it's okay, at 12, like, I don't think that dollar, actual dollar amounts The cap much. it. Fans only care about the damn cap it. But this cap it's still six million. Yeah, exactly. Dude, nobody is taking Louie, and I don't think Louie is going to do one of those things where he runs away to Sweden, fuck the contract, I'm just going to leave 12 mil, I don't need it, I got all this money. No, because if he were to do that and he didn't care about the money, he would have done that this year when everyone was talking shit about the dude. When there was a report that he talked shit about Green and the media made a big deal out of it. I felt like the media took it overboard just so this guy would stay in Sweden. Because yeah. the media wants the team that they cover to have that Go six home. mil. Go <laughs> home. We don't want you here. Exactly. But, but Erickson comes back and, 
I mean, he's fucking Louis Erickson. You know what I'm saying? I, it's okay. Enough, enough Erickson talk. Enough, enough Erickson talk. But it, but it is, yeah. It's 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 reality. I mean, it's this a reality team of isn't the situation. Cap-L. Yo, it's, it's it's Fan Berchi. It's Jay Beagle. It's Brandon Sutter, <laughs> and it's Louis Erickson. That's like seventeen to eighteen million dollars. You know what I'm saying? That's that's gonna get in the way of signing Markstrom. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That's gonna get in the way of maybe even signing a guy like Stetcher. Signing guys like Tanev, a hundred percent, it will, man, and it's, it's something. I, I, I think, think I think either one of Stetcher or Tanev's walking. Do you think this is why Benning? He seems so aggressive this season. Yeah, 100%. because he knows he, he sees what's happening with a team like a Toronto Maple Leafs, where all of a sudden they have to pay all their great stars, you know, a whole shit ton of money, and they don't really have. You know the cap, the the cap to go out and get you know supporting pieces. So he sees, okay, I got fucking Pedersen at one more year at a rookie deal. Got Hughes at you know whatever. One more year too, because he came in last year. Oh, did he? No, did he play all the games? I think but, he played all he, the games. But he burned a year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, so you got you got fucking Pedersen and Quinn Hughes, coming up. Less than a mil. Less than a mil each. You got Beagle guys making eighteen mil. So combined. you got to go for it while you can, because he knows Yo, he, he knows. knows he knows Pedersen's gonna get like ten mil a year. Yo, eighteen Probably. million dollars, bro. You know that's like. That's like, it might be 18, it might be 17. It's just somewhere under $20 million where these guys have, like, all these guys signed. Yo, that's that's signing Markstrom. That's signing Tanev. That's maybe not signing Markstrom, but signing Tanev and maybe going after Taylor Hall. You know, that's that's uh, that's crazy. That's crazy, and it does somewhat make sense why why this year kind of matters so, so much, especially to Jim Benning. I mean, who knows what? We, we've, we've tried coming up with scenarios and quotes from from Aquilini's supposedly supposed meeting with yeah. Benning two weeks ago, you know, because I think he went into that room and, and said some shit. Because shit's been kind of bizarre, man. Uh, uh, in my post tomorrow, uh, sipping on a coffee, he probably, on told, he probably told Benning, "Hey, the wine business isn't doing as well. Yeah, hundred percent. Real estate prices are down worldwide. I need some playoff gate receipts. Yeah. Make it happen. I need some popcorn money, bro. Yeah. Give me that fucking popcorn. I money. need people to buy those ten dollar Budweiser right now. Hundred percent. You know those souvenir popcorns." Yeah, talk about the, the big buckets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how often are you going back? Four seconds. For a second, are you? Do you, do you get free refills with them? I, you should. They're fucking like twelve bucks. <laughs> I have no it's idea. I, I've never bought popcorn in the game. Oh, you haven't? But you used to work there. Yeah, I know. I'm not. Did you steal anything? I'm not fucking watching the game. Did you steal anything from the the arena, like any food? You know, you get throw an no, ice cream bar or something. No, no, no. Well, you used to get a uh, half price for all the food. So Dude, they like, should give it to you for free. Like, well, you, you think Aquilini is a billionaire because he's giving away food for free? Come on. <laughs> That's so true. That's so fucking true. He ain't in the business of fucking handouts. That's so true, man. That's 100% true. Okay, so let's let's stick with Demko and Marstrom just for a bit more. What do you see happening in the next, what, 21 games? 20 games? Yeah. What's going on? Like, Demko, do you believe in him? Is he is he capable of being just what? like Markstrom? Because I don't think that this team is going to play better defensively. They're going to need rock star goaltending, you know, yeah. real talk. I mean, Demko has some, has some rough outings, but... You know, I'm 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 op- I'm optimistic that Demko can at least you know he doesn't have to be lights out. That's the thing he needs to. Doesn't you know, he have to? I'm thinking he has to be lights out, man. If Markstrom's been lights out, so why doesn't Demko well, have they, to be lights out? The bare at the bare minimum, he needs to be 500. I think that's okay. That's out of the question. Well, I mean, even, even if you look at Markstrom's stats, I mean, I think he has like five more wins than he has losses. I mean, you know what I'm saying? He's got so many starts. I, when I say lights out, I'm just talking about the performance, bro. He's been just. Just keeping this team in games, Look, making okay. ridiculous so, saves. Okay, this so team tomorrow, sucks defensively. Say tomorrow they're playing Montreal. Next day, Ottawa. easy. 
Two, yo, that, those, big, are, those that's four points. Yo, if you're a playoff team and you're trading Mont- picks, Montreal sold a bunch of their players. Ottawa's fucking that's sold four everyone. points. That's, that's a guarantee. That, four points. that, that has four. to be four points. It has to be four points. Then you go to Saturday with the Leafs. Okay, fair enough. You that's just, gonna be that's gonna be a big game. You know, both teams are gonna want to. You know, Saturday get, night, get Jim Houston. Yeah, <laughs> Craig Simpson. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. That's a big game, yo. Hey, both teams are gonna really want the two points for for the playoff implications. Then they got to play Columbus, who is. Pretty surprising this year. I thought. I think everyone thought they would be a basement dweller. Mm-hmm. Tortorella, man. Tortorella's working his magic. That only happens in Vancouver. His teams only become yeah. basement dwellers out here. Well, you know what? You know what he needs? He needs a... Uh, Tortorella needs... Feels like a blue-collar team that like everyone counts out to you know get the most of. That wasn't the Canucks back in the day. No, 100%. He didn't, he didn't have those guys to, to make that happen. And, and Columbus, yeah, it, it's probably better for him, you know, to lose some players. It's like, fuck, give me some AHL guys. I just want to work hard. Yeah, you're you're right though. The the next two games that they have to be, they're not only must wins. They're just a hundred percent guarantee. You better fucking win this. Why the hell did you trade picks? You know what I'm saying? Legit. This is legit. Four points and they're important game. They're important points. They really are. Everyone in the Pacific Division, they made trades. They made trades. Vegas looks like they have two like legit goalies now. They do. <laughs> they just they're just fucking around, bro. I was like, oh, Edmonton fuck it. got a bunch of depth uh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Okay, so you believe in Demko. I'm saying that it's going to be I, I'm I'm very curious to see how this team is going to pick up dubs if they choose to play the same way. Can Demko be the next Markstrom pretty much? Because Markstrom's been pretty uh, lights out. I'm sure Demko has, has excelled at every level he's played at. College, AHL. Hey, if you're a, if you're a competitive guy, you're a professional athlete like Demko. This is the situation you want. The ball's in your court. Yeah. Go out and you know prove why you should be the number one goalie. A hundred percent, man. And I think based on some interviews and based on, I can kind of get like this energy off of him that he's kind of like an e- even keel du- dude. He doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low. He, I think he he understands the importance of this moment, and it comes through an injury, which is sad. But I mean, you're an athlete. And especially one of those positions where it's like a backup quarterback, backup goaltender type of situation. This is your fucking chance, yo. Let's go, Demko. This is your chance. It really is. It really fucking is because he's going to get handcuffed. He was going to get handcuffed if Markstrom signed another deal. The Canucks would have brought him back. And then next year when he could have re-upped or made some more money, again, 30 starts, it doesn't look too good No, when you're trying to make some bank. So this is a big opportunity for Demko. Canucks have been talking about this dude for a while. This is his first real test. I'm curious, man. It's been such an entertaining year, and this obviously adds a little spin to it, and it it's going to tell such a tale, man. I mean, what happens with Markstrom after? Is Demko the goalie of the future? And most importantly, are the Canucks going to make the playoffs? I mean, all that happens literally at fucking 12 o'clock at the deadline. It just, Dude, just, it just makes you sick, man. That's just the stereotypical Canuck luck. Yo, man. Yeah, I trade, thought of you they, the first, the first, the first time I heard the news, I was like, fucking Bondi always talks about this shit, man. Something always happens. Something always happens, man. Like, just be, just be aware. Like, when you're getting your hopes up, this happens. Look, they, the, they, 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 they're, they're finally buyers at the deadline, which is what a lot of fans <laughs> want. Their number one goalie and MVP's out. 100%. For a month. Well, minimum. They, minimum. That's so, it's like, they trade for Toffoli, Besser's out for eight weeks. Well, that's, why they, that's why they trade for it. But you know what? You know what I like about Domingue is Ian Clark really wanted him. And hey, Ian Clark's had a good track record with goalies and the, the Canucks over the last few years. Ian Clark, man, he's just a G, dude. The goalie he's whisperer. The, yeah, I he's like a it. G, bro. He's a G. Okay, we'll talk about the trade deadline after. We have to get the Markstrom stuff, Markstrom stuff off our chest because that shit hurt. That shit hurt the soul. It hurt the network. It really did. Let's talk about the Pacific Division. Jim Fuck Benning. you, Begsy. <laughs> Fuck you, Begsy. You son of a bitch, bro. You come on, bro. 
Come on, this is on you, don't, bro. Don't put that voodoo on me. You know what? Go Patrick Johnson. That's what I'm saying now. Yeah. Dude, he's he's like the big insider. Ooh, <laughs> dude, this guy's breaking all the news. I'm telling you, Trevor, man, what do we got to do? What do we, what, what was this guy doing? What was Trevor dude, doing during trade deadline? Ever since he got in that put up against Trevor, he's been breaking news. He didn't get in the scoops. There, yeah. that, that, he felt the pressure. Yeah, he, he felt, felt the, the heat. Hey, he saw, he saw our tweets. He saw what we were trying to do, and he's yeah. like, fuck it. I'm going to start breaking news. Damn, dude. Damn, bro. We got work to do. We got another week. So, Trevor, this one's on you. It's going to be tough. Like, according to Justin, he's got, like, no skeletons in the closet. Squeaky clean guy. Fuck. Now and now he's breaking the news that Markstrom's out for a month. Like we're wow. I think Begsy's kind. Of, I think it might be. I think it might be like hundred percent. Like hundred percent. PJ. Yo, Begsy, man, do something. Do something. Start breaking news, <laughs> man. Just start saying like Adam Goddard. That's is what out I'm for trying like to say, six man. Months with a broken tibia. That's or what I'm like trying that. to say. Like he just got to start breaking news, even if it's not right. Yeah. Just get a little bit of clout. See, all you have to, you have to do is just do what PJ says and just says like whispers. Ooh. Whispers. Sources are saying. Oh, then you get away with it. Yeah. Okay. And if you're wrong, you could just do the classic, there's been a material change. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> just wait till you're right to yeah. pop off. Man, oh man, what a deadline. We'll talk about all the trades in the Pacific Division and Jim Benning. After the break, you're listening to Sippin' on a 40. Okay, okay. We are back on Sippin' on a 40. My name, Kyle Bowen. Nick Bondi, to my left, Power of the Towel drops tomorrow. Who's on the episode? We got a um, we got a guest from uh, Area Fifty podcast. Oh. I think you know. Think you know. Who I think it's it Area Fifty One, right? Is it? Did you I, say it wrong? I said it wrong. Area Fifty One. See, I gotta, I gotta, yeah, I gotta do, do a bit more. I do a bit more research. And I'm taking your time away. I'm sorry, but I, I'm thankful for your time. The homie's name is Sean, right? Sean Warren. Yeah. Man, I heard this guy. He had an interview with Sat. Got chopped up. Right. The audio's not that good. Oh man. Oh man. I gotta ask him about that because Sat is when he came on Power of the Towel. Yeah. That's the Vancouver radio equivalent. Of Jordan's flu game. Oh, yeah, 100%. It was he, the greatest he, performance podcast history. Yeah, he, he battled through a nasty cold. Yeah, 100%. And, you know... He, he lost the check. He, 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 did it for, he did it for the community. He did it for me. Yeah. He did it for the next misconduct. And then he had to take a sick day. You should put the pressure on Sat and make sure he does a, a redo Yeah, Sean, you know? I mean... Yeah, Sean's podcast, probably a, a I don't competitor. Know why I, I don't know it's why good, I said though. Area 50. That's all good. Who cares? Area fifty one makes more. Why you, <laughs> hey, how about how about area forty? For right, just, yeah, why not? Because <laughs> he probably saw mine. I was sipping on a forty, you know, already. Oh, okay. actually, I don't know. I think he actually had his out first, to be honest. Anyway, shout out to Sean. Shout out to the city of Vancouver. All you people, yo. Ah, uh, you know what? I'm not going to talk about it. I was going to say something, but no, go. Well, just well, yeah, talk yeah, your shit, King. Not, talk your shit. It's not about talking shit, but I've just realized, like, yo, we do a. You know, we do a pretty good job at, like, staying away from shit. Maybe because we're not as, you know, we don't have that much clout to really get into the debates. Yeah. But, yo, people just, like, y'all need to go outside, bro. Yeah, people y'all need to stop getting mad at take, each other. Yeah, people need to take a break. Like, you don't, Chill the fuck I, out. I, I don't know how much we want to get into it, but you don't yeah. need to, like, try everyone, and clap back at people. It's everyone's, like, everyone in this community right now is just... It's like, that old, it's like that old uh, Tyler the Creator tweet when he's talking about cyberbullying. He's like, cyberbullying, just walk away from the computer. That's the best. That's what I'm thinking, man. These people in the community, like, they are, they, they have their favorites. They have their heroes. Yeah. They have their villains. And as soon as something pops up, I swear to you, these guys cancel all their plans on the fucking weekend, lay on their couch, and just, just like. Honey, you know that dinner we were supposed to go to? <laughs> yeah, fuck. I got Tesh said something. Yeah. Fucking Tesh said something. I'm coming after him. I'm sorry. I got to pop off. I got to log on. Fuck, man. Just chill the fuck out. We'll go next week. hundred percent. Hey. We're not trying to get involved. We just want you to be happy, yo. Just be happy. Chill out a bit. All right, go outside. Step, like you said, step away 
the device, yo. But, 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 but Tej, does, but I think Tej likes, you know, stirring the pot as well. He that's, does. Uh, yeah. He's a, that, yeah, he's a he provoker. He's a provoker. That's why he has a successful podcast. He knows how to stir the pot. I like it. <laughs> Yo, you need to get Tej on, bro. What is that fucking happening? Oh, man, yeah. We need it. I just Tej, if you're listening, come on the podcast. Yo, I think it'll be good. 100%. Come on the podcast. Shout out to Sean. He's coming on Power of the Towel tomorrow. Check out the Area 51 podcast. Yeah, we're yeah we're, we're definitely the most, the most fun in the city, 100%. The most carefree. You know what I'm saying? We also have the least amount will, of clowns. Yeah, so. I think there's a pretty big connection to that. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Maybe we're having too much fun. Maybe we have to start just taking things very seriously. Maybe what you should do is just bully Sean tonight. You know what I'm saying? Yes. When he comes in. So then tomorrow, well, you just know, like, I, I had the worst experience with Bondi, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Everyone will feel bad for him. That's a good idea. And then boom. Well, I mean, I clout. asked Justin if we could start, you know, a, a Twitter beef with him to get our clout up. And? And he, he was all for it. He was like, you know, nothing... Nothing like a you know a, a, a staged beef like he would so love it was like, that. It was like wrestling. It was like it was like wrestling. It went two guys like start like beefing all of a sudden. <laughs> Yo, how how funny would it happen? Yo, that was a great interview, man. I, I would listen to that interview again. I would get, I like how you said it was a conversation because it well it went a lot longer than I anticipated. Dude, I would just but sucked it, in. It was good. It was good. I, I think was it like, went all. Well. First of all, I was like, who the hell is this guy? And second of all, I'm like, yo, what type of podcast is this? Like, you guys talked about wrestling forever, but I loved it. You know, it's a good episode. Go check it out. Power of the Towel. Blah, blah, blah. All good things on the fucking network, okay? All good times. No clout. No no real clout chasing, even though we have a clout tour. And maybe we're doing it wrong, but we're having fun. And that's all that matters. The clout tour is on a bit of a break right now. But Sean, Sean didn't make it. No, no, no. no. Hey, <laughs> wait, it was, it was. You know, I was pretty tired from all the touring. Okay, fair enough. You know, I got, I got to go home, rest, see the family, all those drugs, all those drugs, all yeah. those hookers. Yeah, fuck, man. I was gonna say something on your lip, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, let's talk about Jim Benning and the Pacific Division. The trade deadline, man. It, it's, it's gone, and every team in the Pacific made moves, including, including the Oilers, who, who made a ton of moves. Don't you think they gave up too much for? Anthony Athanasiu. I said that right, right? Yeah. Well, okay. Hey, ladies. Athanasiu is a 30 goal scorer. Did I say right? Anthony? Andreas Athanasiu. My bad. Andreas Athanasiu. That's a nice name. Yeah. That's a great name. He's got some nice eyebrows. There you go. There you go. Just a great dude. The Oilers well, got okay, him. Okay, let's put it. Okay, he's a 30 goal scorer, right, for Detroit. But then again, it's Detroit. He's getting a lot of opportunities. Oh, yeah. On a pretty dog shit team. I could get two goals now, and eight assists with the, the Red Wings, you know? Yeah, if I played just, all 82 just, games? Yeah, just from ice time. Now, 100%. FSC is known as a burner, right? He's got really, really, he's really, really quick player. And I mean, if they. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. What are him? Like if him they, and if, McDavid? Him and McDavid, yeah. But as I said online, is this is the Edmonton Oilers we're talking about. Don't rule out the possibility they put him on a checking line with like Riley Sheehan and they get zero offense from him. Mm. The Oilers, right? Shit happens to the Oilers. So what do we got here? We got, what, two second round picks for this dude? Mm-hmm. Two second round picks and poor Sam Gagne, and they got Mike Green from the Red Wings as well. Yeah, Ken, exactly. ha- Ken Holland going back to his old team. Him and Eisman have some, some some something going on over there. You know what I'm saying? What did he give up for Green? He gave up what's what's happening? When, when was this trade yeah, last think, night? Right? I think it was early this morning. Edmonton Oilers acquired Mike Green for a fourth round pick and Kyle Brosiak. This guy's still in the fucking league. I think that's more of a cap thing that kind of fell. What up was he doing? Was he like filling up the water bottles or just like teaching kids how to like? Take a face off, but he's still yeah. on the team, bro. And they, maybe he was just chilling around. Yo, shout out to Kyle. So they get they get Green, they get Andreas Athanasiu, and they also get Tyler Ennis from Ottawa. I mean, those are all somewhat like depth players. I think we could see something from Andreas because 
you get McDavid. I mean, who knows what can happen when you play yeah, with a guy he, like yeah, that? Yeah, he plays with McDavid. Uh, that's pretty interesting. Exactly. And you, you don't have to look into Tyler Ennis' stats. He plays, plays with Ottawa. I mean, again, everyone's stats just inflate in Ottawa. <clears throat> the whole problem with Detroit this season is they've been so fucking bad, right? So bad. They've been absolutely Disgrace. dog shit. 100%. How, and, and what players, like, value's been raised because of that season? None. Man. Like, if, if Detroit's half-decent, maybe they can get a first-round pick for Anthony Sioux. You see all these first-round... Fucking Barkley Goodrow went for a first-round pick. That guy's like a fourth-liner. He's going to a first-round pick to Tampa. <laughs> Yo, people desperate out here. People desperate out here. Calgary, they make some noise. They get Eric Gustafson. This guy's interesting player. Pretty, pretty fascinating, to be honest. Like, last year he had 60 points, I believe, or something around there. He had exactly 60 points last year playing with Chicago. This year, 28 at the deadline. Gets traded to Calgary for a third-round pick. I mean, they kind of had to do something. I don't know if this was the move they had to make, but it's it's, it's like pretty low risk. You know what I'm saying? Did you see when uh, Johnny Gaudreau had to piss? Yeah, he's <laughs> like, yeah, I just had to go take a piss. And everyone's <laughs> like, oh, shit, he's going off the ice. He could be traded. Man. Just had, I just had to take a leak, guys. Sorry. Yo, this is, this is a big next couple months for Calgary. I mean, if they don't make the playoffs— what do you expect happening? Is something is something happening with that core? And is one of Gaudreau or Monahan leaving? See, if I'm Calgary, I I I probably wouldn't want to do that. Just because think about the whole Bill Pierce situation, how that threw a wrench into the yes. entire season. Bondy, smart like, man. Do smart we man. do we really want to blow up the team because of you know an unprecedented situation where oh yeah my my coach was uh, saying the n word uh, ten years ago? Yeah, I mean with everything happening this year, how can you get a a clear understanding of what Calgary is all about. I mean, you could look at also Giordano, what's happened they're last losing year. Giordano's oh, huge big. loss, huge loss, huge loss. It makes it makes all the sense why they'd have to do something. Even going back to last year in the playoffs, they disappointed after finishing first in the. Did they finish first in the Pacific or first yeah, in the West? They finished first in the West. Yeah. So and they lost in five games. To the yo, car. a lot of things could happen. I would not be surprised if if one of Gaudreau or Monahan. Gets traded if Calgary doesn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Shit old, happens fast in any NHL The good old uh, change of sh- uh, scenery uh, shakeup trade. I like it. You don't see those too often in the NHL. Who would you rather have? Monaghan or Gaudreau? Hmm. I'm going Gaudreau. Just because I, I think too. he's just more way dynamic player. Offense, way, offensive player. Way better player. The Vegas Golden Knights, they get Robert Leonard. They're they're really trying to do something, eh? Yeah. And Alec Martinez as well. Yes. Got some that, that was a good pickup. I think the whole laner thing puts some more pressure on Flurry. You know, I, I don't think Flurry wants to be known as that dude who has what? He'll have four cups with two of them being won by his quote unquote teammate slash backup. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So this could this I mean again a low risk move, in my opinion, low risk based on the fact that Vegas has just been going after it every year since they gone to the league. And you gotta stir up that position. I mean, Flurry has struggled this year. But he's still Mark Andre Fleury. You know, you never know when he's just going to turn it on. He's experienced. You also never know when he's going to shit the bed. Exactly. So, shout out to Vegas, man. They actually, they actually give a fuck, yo. I'm a, I gotta, I gotta give it out to Vegas, man. They've proven everyone wrong all the time, or just, just, cr- just they're just doing it. They're doing it for their fans. They barely had, like, you know, they barely had that connection hell, with their fans for a long time. A bunch of teams at the expansion draft, and mm. yo, I good right off the bat. I, I, you're one of those guys, eh? You fucking bitter. Helps when you uh, when you hose a whole well, bunch of teams. That's what they did. It is what it is. What did, what did Arizona do? 
There's deadline. Who's this guy? Marcus Hanakainen. Hanakainen. That's a that's a classic move where you can say we did a move, but you don't really want to do anything to exactly. your team right now because you're not really too sure what the fuck it is. Didn't weren't you saying that Chaika and Dubis? Yeah, two biggest fraud GMs in the league. I'm <laughs> no, no problem saying. Go that. off on Chaika, man. Go off yeah, on Chaika. John Chaika is fucking. You know he's uh, he was heralded as some big analytics genius. He had the glasses too, you know. Yeah, fucking. But what has he done that's you know helped the Arizona Coyotes? He traded a seventh overall pick for fucking. Derek Stepan. <laughs> I was at a fucking smart analytics move. So, yo, that's why Someone I don't... Talk 10 those, picks for like a fucking third line Those center. charts, man. Yo, I guarantee Derek Stepan, he probably had one of the nicest heat charts ever. Yeah, he saw he had a super... You see this that, heat chart? That heat chart would look like a Rourke Shark test, and he's like, oh, yeah, looks good. Yeah, we gotta make a move. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, he was in, a, in, in, a, in like a fucking meeting. He wanted like... He had no idea what that chart meant, but he just wanted to sound smart. He's like, yeah, nope, looks good. That, that chart means he's good. Let's go for it. Arizona didn't do much. Yo, Arizona, man. Yo, 100%. If they don't make the playoffs this year, that's a fucking failure. When we talked to Kat Silverman, she said the same thing. And yeah, Chaika... When you go big on Taylor Hall. Yo, Chaika should be on the block. Like, he should get canned after this year if they don't make the playoffs. I mean, that's not fair to their 8,000 fans. Real talk. That just isn't. It's not, yeah, it's not It's not fair to the, uh, the people who get free tickets every night to go see yeah. the Coyotes. Man, straight up. Another trade... Anything else from the Pacific? Okay, Vegas gets Nick Cousins. Shout out to all the cousins in the world. Real talk. I love my cousins. San Jose shipped out. Oh, yeah. Uh, We're not talking about those teams. Like, not those Pacific teams. Okay, well, you said Pacific teams. I know, I know. Talking about the ones in the fight, in the fight with the Vancouver Canucks. Hey, Wayne Simmons gets straight to Buffalo for whatever reason. (laughs) From one shitty situation to another. I feel like I feel for him. But he waved to go there. I guess he just really didn't like New Jersey. Or maybe he thought he was going to get traded again, you know? He thought, yeah. Because this trade doesn't make a lot of sense. I believe Buffalo's like, what, eight points out of a playoff spot? They're more than that, like 10, 12. So why is Buffalo even doing this? Like, why give up a a conditional fifth-round pick? Anyways, Wayne Simmons was supposed to kind of not really come to Vancouver. I mean, that's been that's been the thing that people were talking about. I think cap issues got in the way of Jim Benning making that move. Do you think Jim Benning is disappointed in his performance today? We're talking about Jim Benning, the most entertaining GM in the league. He likes to have fun, and today he really couldn't do much. Do you I, think he's sad? I think he is sad. He wanted to make. He wanted to get like a Tyson Berry, like big splash. What do you think he did yesterday? You know, like the the deadlines today. What do you think he did yesterday to get ready for this? Oh man, what do you think Jim Benning does to relax? I don't know. I, I I just pictured this guy being a boss. Like I I, I sent he feels that like a big, out. He feels like a big steam sauna guy. Maybe he went for like <laughs> yeah. maybe went to the sauna or something like that. Forty minutes smoking a fat cigar, just reading the hockey news. Yeah, <laughs> yo, that's probably how he, he bases de- all of his trades on. He definitely got he news. definitely got whoever his assistant is to fax uh, to print out a bunch of tweets. I was gonna say wipe, just, wipe the sweat off his face, dude. Yeah. this is a big moment. Like I said, this guy gears up for trade deadline, and and. And July 1st. Like, July 1st is on the top of his fucking list. And and this, I don't know, going into this deadline, I really thought the Canucks were going to make a splash. I didn't want them necessarily to do so. I well, just thought that Jim Benning was on one. You thank know? God the Canucks are pretty much capped out or else <laughs> Yo, you know you would be fucking training for Tyson Berry or getting Wayne Simmons on board. Or Okay, so would you have been opposed, like, with the team acquiring Tyson Berry? Uh, yeah. Just because they could they could just get him for a quote unquote free in a couple no, months. No, not even that. I don't think it's that good of a fit considering mm. the price you have to get out. Think about this. Tyson Berry's not really not known as a good defensive player five on five. He's an offensive defenseman, right? You've got Quinn Hughes. 
who's going to be up quarterbacking the first power play. 100%. Yeah, where Wait, would what, you going to trade a bunch of assets for Tyson Berry on the second power play unit? Yeah, I mean, hey, if you if you're like if you're like a fucking Boston, Washington, Tampa Bay, where you know you're going all out and you have a good ch- good good chance of winning the cup, sure, go for it. But that but that's the thing with Jim Benning. I think he thinks he has a good chance of winning the cup, and he also thinks oh, yeah. that he's the best GM in the league. He, I think that's what his dream I, is I, to I, be he known. He wants to prove he, everyone he wrong. He has a big like blind confidence vibe. <laughs> yes, he does. And I think, so. You know what? And I think it is. It also, he looks at the Pacific Division and is like, yeah. fuck it, we can win two rounds against any of these teams and be in conference finals and every day. And then true. who knows what happens in the third round. Do you... I mean, how, how can you be opposed to that? And this is coming from me. I get. I just, I just think that I'm over thinking that Jim Benning is going to do something s- smart and or rational. whatever. Yeah, irrational. Based on a fan's opinion, he just on, he's on one. He does what he wants to do. I'm I'm just sitting back down and enjoying the show, and he is speaking some of the truth. If that's the discussion that he's having amongst his group, is like, yo, if we make the playoffs, <laughs> we could win two rounds. We could yeah. win two rounds, and that's why when I was hearing about Tyson Berry, and I called Trevor right when I heard like Dollywall talk about so it, I called him right. I, I don't even know if I was scared. I was just kind of like, yo, why don't you call me? I was a clear because Trevor's just the go-to guy. Come on, you just got here a couple months ago. Okay, you gotta wait a couple couple months before I start giving you those panic calls. Okay, I was talking to Trevor and they're trying to make sense of the situation, and we kind of came to that conclusion. Like Jim Benning doesn't give a fuck. First of all, we all know that. I think he legitimately thinks his window is right now. Right because now, he sees what's happening in Toronto, and Aquilini threatened him. Yeah, hundred percent. He, he made him an offer he can't refuse. Hundred percent. We did some Godfather shit. He's on one, and like I said, no, but, but in facts. all seriousness, I think he sees what's happening in Toronto. And the struggles they're having in terms of, okay, mm-hmm. you've got, you've got your stars paid. Theoretically, that's, you know, the start of your window. But now you have all these other problems surrounding that. So he's he's probably thinking if I'm if to get I'm I'm trying to get in the mind of Jim Benning right now. It's hard, man. He's probably thinking, look, I gotta pay these guys after the ALC, and they're gonna want a fucking big ticket each of them, like ten million <laughs> each a season. I gotta I gotta like surround these guys with talent but, right now. Right now. Yo, well, you know what would be so funny of Jim Benning? Because right now, let's be real. If this team doesn't make the playoffs, it's an it's a fucking failure. And with everything that this team has has like locked up in their cap space, like, oh, man, it's going to be a fucking mess. The city's going to literally burn. I mean, I would not be surprised if the third riot happened because this team didn't make the playoffs. Jim Benning. <laughs> the third riot is because <laughs> Louis Erickson won't wave his motel moot clause. Dude, what if Jim Benning, what if the team doesn't make the playoffs and Jim Benning's like, fuck it, I'm not going to let Aquilini fire me, I'm quitting. <laughs> That'd be a boss move, bro. Oh, yeah, he quits, <laughs> Yeah, and then he pulls a George Costanza and shows up the next day, like, <laughs> nothing's happened. <laughs> shows up in a pro scouting hey yo, guys, what's going on? I'm calling it, yo, he's, he's the most entertaining general manager, and this is with Brian Burke, part of, like, this realm of general managers that I've gone to witness in Canucks history, based on how... How random you see the he is. press conference today? You see the press no, conference? No, I don't watch like, Betty press conferences yeah, anymore, no, yo. I just, I just saw like a few seconds of it, and like <laughs> his hair was like jet black. Yo, man, he's, he's the fucking man right now, he's yo. Feeling it, man. He's yo, feeling Jim it. Benning is feeling it. He's, he's in charge of your Vancouver Canucks. Look, let's be real. Stretch drive. 20, 21 games left. Just have fun. Enjoy the ride. Don't stress about anything. What can you really stress about? Trade deadline's done. Just watch the games. The Canucks are in a playoff spot. I know Markstrom's out, but y'all, a lot of y'all wanted this, okay? A lot of y'all didn't want Markstrom to sign a big deal. You think you have Demko back there. Goaltending is such a weird-ass position. You shouldn't be spending money there. And look, 
you somewhat got your wish. You didn't want him to get hurt, but Demko gets his chance here, and, and there's a lot that can happen after the, after the what? This okay, next 20 so, games. All right, here's another question for you. What? If you're Jacob Markstrom, are you regretting right now that you didn't sign a deal before this injury? Man. N- a, who knows, man? A little bit of regret, but let's let's be real. The Canucks are so capped up. He probably wanted to hit, like, July 1st and just play that game. Make some money. I, I hope that he gets paid. That's all I, I. That's all I hope for. If we stop with the Canucks, I just hope that this dude gets paid. He deserves it. He's a gamer, and I, and I do believe that he's a he's a good goalie. And he'll be a good goalie next year and the year after that. He just got something about him. He's got that X factor thing about him, and he's a fucking gamer, man. This guy gets hurt on Saturday, takes five minutes off, comes back because he's scared to lose his job. He just he's just a baller, man. And all all the all the respect to Jacob Markson. We made some jokes about the injury, but let's be let's be real. I mean, being in Vancouver. A situation that involves the goalies is just bound to happen. We live for this shit, man. <laughs> Yo, we I fucking love live for it. this shit. How does I this happen? It. The most random thing ever. We technically win the deadline because Jim Benning didn't do anything. Didn't do anything stupid. Yeah. But we also lose because Markstrom's out. Five minutes later, we got Trevor's opponent. Just leak, like, come on, bro. Leaking some tweets out, causing a fucking stir, and pretty much locking up a, a first-round win against Trevor. Trevor, you're going to have to do something, bro. You're going to have to do something. I don't know what the fuck. He, this guy's going to have to, like, leak out or tweet out, like, a nude accidentally. You know, quote-unquote accidentally. Yeah. Or, you know, create some fucking cloud or something, bro. Because you right now, it's I'm telling you, it's over. We thought he was going to have a Trevor, maybe Trevor should be the one starting to beef with Justin Morissette. Ooh. Just get that going. Ooh, just hit him with a steel chair or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, fuck. Get man. him with some of that sweet chin music. Oh, man. Okay, you, you just listened to Sipping on a 40. Go check out my blog at nuxmisconduct.com called Sipping on a Coffee. Comes out in the mornings after episodes. And I'll have a little something on Jim Benning being the most entertaining GM in the whole league. Yo, 20 games left. Like I said, like I said, have some fun. We got Power of the Towel coming out tomorrow with Sean from the Area 51 podcast. Nick may talk some shit to him. He may. He may. Yeah. We may want want to get into the controversy that's always happening in Vancouver and the people who play around with that Twitter app. Go outside, yo. Go outside. Go for a walk. Find a dog. Walk it. Enjoy life. Smoke some weed, maybe. Yeah, that might well mellow people out. Fuck, yo. Y'all. They don't, or maybe it, they do, and then they just get some paranoid. It doesn't stress me out. It's just I like, know. I just get confused. It's like, part of me doesn't even want to be known more because y'all, I mean, y'all, hey, y'all hey. are just weird sometimes. If, yo. you, if you listen to that interview, Justin pretty much said, like, hey, you can get that Twitter clout, and it's not going to make you happy. <laughs> yeah. He said that. I thought you listened to the interview. No, no, I remember that. Now it kind of just connected with yeah. me, bro. Damn, maybe we shouldn't upload this episode, yo. Aha! I gotta go. Bonnie's gotta go. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. Trade deadline's over. We don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we at the Nux Misconduct Network, we appreciate it. Peace.